Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. When you ask a couple who has been married, who have been married for a long time, what was the secret to their marriage? Very soon you will find out that they will say it was the giving and the taking, the ability to let go and allow and just work with the other person. In other words, what they're saying is the ability to forgive one another. The best marriage is of two forgivers, two people who come together and know how to accept each other and forgive one another. Today, at, uh, as part of relationship management, at a bit of clarity, we are talking about forgiveness. How good of a forgiver are you? Do you like to be forgiven when you make a mistake? Do you realize that you made a mistake? Um, do you ask for forgiveness, for pardon? Do you expect to be forgiven? Do you hope that you're forgiven? How well do you forgive others? Do you expect them to ask for forgiveness or do you just forgive them? or you don't want to forgive them and you choose not to forgive them even if they do apologize, how well do you handle this part of life? Well, in life people will wrong you, people will do the wrong thing by you, people will say things that will hurt you, that will offend you, and you will be confronted with this fact that you have to forgive. We learn that at a very young age and sometimes we don't like to learn it and our kids don't want to learn it, but we teach them and uh, We've come along the path of life a different understanding of how important forgiveness is. You will notice that all the people are generally more lenient towards this and are more ready to forgive than others because they are more seasoned. They've gone through life and they've seen challenges and ups and downs and they know what is worth fighting for, what is not worth fighting for and what is worth forgiving. And in most cases, they will choose forgiveness. So today, as we reflect on this, I want you to take it very personally because it is personal and your ability to forgive will do you a lot of good or a lot of damage if you don't have it along life's path. Because whether you like it or not, we live in a messy world with messy people and people will do the wrong thing by us. So the ability to just allow this forgiveness to happen in your heart and in your mind is vital. For those of you who are aware by now that we have show notes, you know where to download them. And if you're new with us at eq.org.au, you will find these show notes. Also, you will find them in the links of whatever you are watching or listening to this uh, podcast. Understanding Forgiveness, Episode 45. My God, we are approaching the end of 2021, 45 that means there's only seven episodes to go, seven weeks to go this year. Amazing, amazing. Forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or group who has harmed you, regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. 
Now, let me explain that a bit deeper. It is a conscious decision. Forgiveness doesn't happen naturally. You've got to cognitively decide to do that. You, you need to want to do this. Basically, you make that choice. It is a choice. It is a decision. It rests with you. It is based on what you make of it in your mind and how you choose to deal with this. It is deliberate. It's by choice. It doesn't, uh, it's not pressed upon you. You make this choice. It is deliberate. It's intentional. And what you do when you forgive other people is that you release any feelings of resentment, unforgiveness, or vengeance, which has to do with revenge. I want to show them. So you let go, you dissolve these feelings, whether it is towards a person or a group or a, a nation or a church or a school or a community, regardless whether they actually deserve it or not. You choose to forgive even if they don't deserve it. So nobody deserves to be forgiven, yet everybody deserves to be forgiven. Depends what you choose. So it is a perspective. It is a choice that you make. Forgiveness brings the forgiver peace of mind and frees him or her from corrosive anger. So when you forgive other people, it actually does you good, not just to the person that you forgive. So you can be a little bit selfish here when you forgive other people because it actually releases a sort of peace into you and you'll have peace of mind. You don't have to be blocked or locked into that space. So uh, forgiveness is very powerful and it doesn't go further to give you, I wrote here, corrosive anger. An anger which corrodes at you, not at the other person, which eats you on the inside. So when you release this power of forgiveness, it gives you rest, it gives you peace of mind, and it doesn't do you any more damage long term, uh, which gets to anger. Now, you probably know that your brain releases uh, a lot of chemicals into your body. When you don't forgive, when you have the resentment, that anger inside of you, it releases toxic chemicals, and I'm not going to name them because they are complicated and there are many and with complex names, and it's not really going to help you too much. Just know that it's nasty, it's bad stuff that is released into your bloodstream, into your stomach. That's why you get those feelings. That's why it makes you sick when somebody offends you because the brain releases that into your body it becomes toxic and you, your body uh, can, will be damaged you will be sick because of resentment you will be sick because of anger you will be sick because of your mental well-being which should be a lot better your mental health and that's why you, you control the state of mind so just know that it actually benefits you much more than probably it benefits the forgiven person when you forgive. It releases them from that shame or guilt or oppression, but it also releases you and it gives you peace of mind. So not only is forgiveness good for the soul, but it also has positive benefits on our mental and even physical well-being. Yes, your mind will be healthier. Your physical well-being will be much better because your body will be a lot, uh, will, will have the healthy chemicals, will have the happy chemicals released into your body, the joyful chemicals, because when you have a heart of gratitude, 
a different set of chemicals are released into the body which are healthy, which uh, bring health, vitality and a way forward for you. So just know that forgiveness is good for your soul, it's good for your spirit and it's also good for your body as well. The ability to forgive and seek forgiveness significantly contribute to marital satisfaction and are often rated as one of the most important factors that affect relationship longevity. I began this uh, teaching this morning with exactly the same thing. If you want to have a successful marriage, if you want to have a wonderful marriage, if you want to be strongly connected to your husband or to your wife, just know that for that marital satisfaction, forgiveness is the key. Learn how to forgive your wife or your husband, even if they don't ask for it. Before they even ask for forgiveness, in your heart you should have forgiven them. That will keep your relationship intact, that will keep them on, in the right state in your heart, and you will always overcome any and every challenge that comes your way in your marriage. So it's a choice. You can choose to forgive not just your spouse, but also the people that wrong you before they even have an opportunity to uh, say sorry or to apologize to you. And whether they apologize or not, of course, it'd be nice for them to apologize. It would be nice for them to have the awareness that they wronged you. But whether they do it or not, the, the choice of forgiveness rests with you. So make that choice as the first point of uh, dealing with that situation. I've put here some perspective sayings on forgiveness because at times, you know, if I give you theories and concepts, you may remember some of them, you may not remember some of them. But sayings sometimes are easier, like proverbs and sayings are a lot easier for us to remember. And they have a lot of depth, a lot of, uh, you know, um, they contribute to, to us not just remembering, but they go deeper in our way of making sense of things. So they, they are quite philosophical at times, but very practical as well. So this is what Martin Luther King Jr. said. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. So you can't win with the same uh, argument. So if somebody fights you, you can't win with fighting. Somebody yells at you, you can't win with yelling at them. If somebody swears at you, you can't win by swearing, uh, swearing back. So darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So the only way you're going to uh, get through life is not by responding with the same coin that somebody threw at you. You respond in a loving way, in a positive way. You can turn the situation around by showing love, by demonstrating love and not hate, by forgiving and not holding resentment. Dr. Shauna Shafiro said, pain, is, pain in life is inevitable. Suffering, on the, hand, on the other hand, is optional. So pain, you can't avoid pain, but suffering you can avoid. What's the difference between pain and suffering? Well, pain is something that you feel in an uncontrolled way, in a sense. Uh, you got hurt by somebody, let's say they, they said something about you, which wasn't true, and you got hurt. Yes, in that moment, you felt the pain, okay? But choosing to remain with the pain is suffering. So suffering is when you embrace the pain and you hold on to that pain for a long time. It's holding on to that hurt for a long time. 
So that pain turns into suffering. Suffering is an option. Pain comes, is not an option, it just happens to you, but suffering is an option. So you can choose to suffer long term with that pain by holding on to that hurt, by holding on to resentment. But if you, if you want to overcome this challenge that comes your way, you forgive. And when you forgive, yes, you felt the pain, you felt the hurt, but forgiveness brings healing. You don't continue to suffer with that hurt or with that pain. Very, very important. Bruce Lee said, mistakes are also always forgivable if one has the courage to admit them. So this comes to us as well. Yes, we'd like other people to apologize to us when they wrong us, but also ourselves. So when we become good forgivers, we also know how to apologize. And even if we make mistakes, um, they're always forgivable if somebody repents, if somebody asks, if somebody admits that they made them. So learn this concept and apply this in your life. When you do something wrong, just admit that it was your fault. Just be bold about it and people will forgive you. You'll see there's a lot of grace out there, a lot of mercy, and people will forgive you if you're sincere, if you're honest, if you tell them as it was, if you have the courage to admit that you made a mistake, people will forgive you. So learn to be a good forgiver and learn to apologize also very well and be truthful in your apology and sincere. Uh, Lewis B. Smedes said, to forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that the prisoner was you. So to forgive is to set the prisoner free and in the process you discover that it was you who needed to be set free. So that is very powerful as well. So set yourself free from the prison of resentment and unforgiveness by forgiving. Uh, I've also put here the term of forgiveness from Greek, which is very important because it has a beautiful literal meaning. So makrotumeo, which is the Greek word to forgive, the literal meaning of this is to have patience with me and give me time. So if you actually broke it down, the understanding of this word forgive from Greek, where it derives from, means have patience with me and give me time. That is beautiful. So when somebody says forgive me, they're actually saying to you, have patience with me and give me some time and I will come through. And I think that that is very beautiful. It's a deep connotation of what forgiveness means. Bernard Meltzer said, when you forgive, in no way do you change the past but you should do change the future. So yes, you can't make the wrong right, but you can make the right going forward. So when you forgive, you can't change what happened. Yes, there was hurt, there was pain. Either you caused it or somebody else caused it. You can't change that, it happened. But you can change the future from that point onwards through forgiveness. So you actually have a say in the way forward. Honore de Balzac said, the heart of a mother is a deep abyss at the bottom of which you will always find forgiveness. Isn't that beautiful? At the bottom of the deepest, deepest uh, failures in life, our mothers always forgive us. And that is the heart of a mother. And I pray that that is the heart of a father as well. Somebody who forgives. If you're a dad and you're listening to me right now, I just want you to become a very good forgiver. 
you know, especially towards your children or grandkids, no matter how far they've drifted or gone from you or from God or from society, just open your heart and allow forgiveness to flow from your heart towards them. They need your heart to be turned towards them. Maybe the world has turned their back, its back on them. You have a heart for them. So make sure that they know that your heart is always for them and turn towards them with forgiveness. And never lose that because our kids need this and our grandkids need this and society needs this. If fathers are able to forgive their sons and daughters, this world will become a different place. Alexander Pope said, To err is human. To forgive is divine. So to, to make mistakes is normal in humans. We do make mistakes. But to forgive is outside ourselves. It is divine. So it's knowing that you have been forgiven by God through Christ Jesus. And now because you are forgiven, you are able to extend that forgiveness towards others. In fact, in the Lord's Prayer, for those of you who have learned the Lord's Prayer and have prayed it, it says that you know, you're praying to the Father to forgive your sins as you forgive somebody else's sins, those who have wronged you. So imagine if actually God forgave us by the way we forgive others. I'm not so sure how much forgiveness we would receive because at times we're not so good at forgiving others. So learn to be a good forgiver because you have been forgiven as well. And to forgive is divine. To not forgive is human. To make mistakes is human. But we can have a glimpse of heaven in us and forgive. And the words of Jesus in John 20, 23 says, If you forgive anyone's sins, their sins are forgiven. Imagine this, how powerful in the divine context of everything this is. So we have the ability to forgive somebody's sins. And when we do that, even God forgives them because we have forgiven them. It's like we cooperate with God. We cooperate with God to forgive this world, which is really, really beautiful. So do your part to be a great forgiver because it has physical benefits. It has spiritual benefits. It has social benefits. In every way, it just benefits everybody. So learn to be a good forgiver. Two primary ways to reconcile. There are two ways to reconcile, just going forward now. Number one is called implicit reconciliation. And the second way is explicit reconciliation. So implicit reconciliation means we take, this takes place automatically as soon as possibly. When, as soon as possible. So basically we reconcile with the hurt, with the person, as soon as we can. We choose to forgive that person, whether we say it, whether we don't. Immediately, as soon as possible, we've made that choice internally to forgive that person. The explicit reconciliation, on the other hand, occurs when people work together to reconcile by explicitly, explicitly dealing with the issue. <clears throat> so this occurs when people come together in a medi mediation sort of meeting, where people maybe see therapy or counseling, or they come together at a table where they explicitly, uh, they, they, they work together explicitly towards uh, coming back together in, in reconciliation. So they, they talk about the hurt, they talk about the event, they talk about what was said with a third party, basically because they couldn't reconcile themselves uh, internally, implicitly, quickly. This takes another effect and it goes to a larger way of reconciliation. 
but it still works. So you have the possibility to reconcile and to make things better by simply asking for forgiveness yourself or forgiving whether they ask or not. That is a choice that rests with you. If somebody wrongs you, as I said, you can choose to forgive them, whether they ask for it, whether they ask for it or not. That's implicit reconciliation. It just happens. In some cases, maybe you need a third party. You need to sit at a table and work things out. That's explicit reconciliation. Both of them are important. Both of them are applicable. And I'm sure you've gone through some of these yourself. So application, there's always an application. And don't overlook this because it's very important. Identify who do you need to forgive today and how exactly will you do it? There are people you need to forgive. Maybe it is yourself. You need to forgive yourself for some of the things that you've done. Maybe just ask God to forgive you and also accept that forgiveness and you forgive yourself as well. Maybe there are people, maybe there's your, your parents, maybe your grandparents, maybe your neighbor, maybe a colleague from work, maybe your spouse who needs your forgiveness. Think about a couple of people, two, three people in your life who need your forgiveness right now and release that forgiveness. Just forgive them. And uh, in some cases, maybe you need to reconcile. Maybe you need to meet up with them and chat or make a phone call. Do that as well. And uh, become a great forgiver because this place, this world needs people who can forgive. And uh, every place that you're in will need forgiveness and every circle, social circle that you're in will need forgiveness. So the sooner you become a better forgiver, the sooner you become better at apologizing and being sincere when you do err, when you do make mistakes, the easier the relationship between people will be joined together and will be kept. So we're talking about relationship management. So we can't talk about relationship. You can't manage a relationship unless forgiveness is, is like the glue that makes the relationship to carry on. So learn to forgive, become the best forgiver that you can be, and also um, forgive others when others ask you to forgive, and also make sure that you apologize when you do make a mistake. I really pray that this blesses you and you become a greater forgiver. If you love this content, you know what to do. As you tune in here, um, just extend this um, content to other people in your circle and uh, share it on the various channels that you see it, social media, and tell others how wonderful this is so they can watch it and benefit from it. And if forgiveness is working in your life through this application, I'd love to hear from you. So connect with me. You'll find me on most channels, LinkedIn, Facebook, um, website, and just send me some feedback and let me know how you're doing. See you next time. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was a bit of clarity.